This is Inside Purple and Gold. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Inside Purple and Gold. I'm Dane Mizutani alongside Tom Schreier. We're recording Tuesday morning around 8.30 Central Time. I say that because what we're about to talk about in this podcast, everything could change in the next like six, seven, eight hours. Basically because the Vikings are still $15 million over the salary cap. It is March 7th and free agency starts March 8th. They are not higher over the salary cap because of what happened on Monday. Um, Vikings saved basically nine and a half million dollars, close to $10 million by cutting Eric Kendricks, um, longtime face of the defense. Um, I guess him, Harrison Smith, and Neil Hunter have kind of been the three guys I think are synonymous with this defense for the past decade. Um, so when I saw that news yesterday that they had cut Eric Kendricks, my first reaction is, oh, that's weird. Like, it's going to be weird to see him wearing mm-hmm. another jersey. Um, he's done a lot for the team on the field, a lot for the community off of it. But then when you think about it more pragmatically from a business side, this was always going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. The dead money was pretty negligible, and it saves them close to $10 million. Um, these are the hard decisions that you have to make when you continuously kick the can down the road like the Vikings have. <laughs> Tom, what did you think of the decision yesterday um, to, to cut Eric Kendricks? It's it's hard not to think about him first, right? As in like who he is as a player, but also as a person. Yeah. You talk about the community service, um, which is incredibly important, and um, kind of how he spoke out after George Floyd and how he's helped people in Minnesota, even though he's he's a guy from Fresno, right? Came over from Fresno, California. So um, I think also just like he's really entertaining to talk to. Like he mm-hmm. think kind of thinks a mile a minute and <laughs> give you a lot and. Uh, there's just kind of always excitement and joy. I think of like how he comes out of the tunnel and he looks like so excited just to like play football. Um, I think of one moment when the Steelers almost came back and beat the Vikings. I'm trying to remember if it was like Thursday night or something. It was like a primetime game um, in mm-hmm. 21. And, uh, and Kendrick sacked Ben Roethlisberger, which is always tough, especially for like a smaller linebacker. And he's kind of riding around on him. <laughs> And, uh, and, you know, I asked him about it afterwards and he's like, yeah, he kind of took me for a ride. And it was so exciting, man. Like I love Ben Roethlisberger. He had like this sweet visor, like a tinted <laughs> visor. And I was like, that, I mean, that's just like where his mind goes to, right. It's kind of yeah. beyond the X's and O's and just like, Hey, I got the sack of player who I thought was cool. Cause he had a gold visor, whatever the hell Ben Roethlisberger wore back in the day. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, but yeah, there's something, you know, I, I, I have not fully written it yet. I think, I think when, um, when Flores, uh, going back a few weeks, when Flores had said like, I want players with joy. I was like, unfortunately, like that's what Kendricks yeah. is. He does play with that joy. And I think they're going to cut him and looking at it now, having made that move, I'm like, you do lose a little bit of your soul there when, when he's gone and I, it's a business yeah. decision. It's the right decision. Also the giants just picked on him in the playoffs, but like, um, but he is the 2015 draft class, right? The excitement around barring Kendricks, the, the idea that this guy could kind of guard, uh, you know, receivers and running backs and tight ends and get in the backfield. And I mean, would make like an incredible one-handed catch that like receivers would be jealous of. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like there, there was something all encompassing the guy he was, the the way he kind of approached life in the game and and his abilities that, that it's unfortunate that's gone. Having said that, that's why they need some cap space and some draft capital because you got to revamp that whole defense. It's getting old. Yeah. I think you're right. Um, 
when you talk about Kendricks and the first thing you think about is the person um, that, the, that the organization, that the city, that the state is losing, right? Like he, he's everything you would want in, in someone who became a face of your franchise. Um, he wasn't the face of the franchise, but he was someone who you thought of when you thought of the Vikings. I think if you were someone who followed the NFL as kind of a diehard, you knew who Eric Kendricks was. You knew he, he was one of the premier sideline to sideline linebackers in the league. Um, but to your point, he was also someone who was easy to rally behind because of his personality. I, I think what maybe gets a little bit lost in the fact that he declined over the last year, year and a half, he was really freaking good for a really long yeah. time. Like you mentioned, um, his, his hands, like that was, they were second to none it, it, from the linebacker position. He, like you, like you said, he could make a one handed interception look easy. He, he was someone who could patrol, you know, the middle of the field and kind of bait a quarterback into a throw, um, you know, and, 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 and follow through by making that interception. But he was also just the speed that he played the position at was something that made him, I think, elite. Like he, he was a true sideline to sideline run and chase linebacker um, that just by the way the, the league goes and, you know, young guys come in and older guys, the skill set kind of ages out. Um, he couldn't play that way anymore. I think he can still play linebacker in the league. Mm-hmm. I think a, a, a different system might work better for him. Um, he's not old. Um, he's not young anymore, but he isn't the player that he used to be. Um, and that doesn't mean he isn't still a, a player that can make an impact. And that doesn't mean he wasn't a, a top tier player for this defense. Um, but yeah, this, this is a lot now on Brian Asamoah. Like it, it's mm-hmm. a changing of the guard truly. Um, and then it's, you know, I, I watched Brian Asamoah play and, and, it's easy to be like that guy is going to be a star because he yeah. flies around in the field. Yeah. Um, but let's remember he has some big shoes to field because Eric Hendricks was really good for a really long time. Um, just consistently one of the best players on one of the better defenses in the league. Um, and that's not going to be easy to replace. Even if a guy like Brian Asamoah has just a ceiling that I, I can't really see right now. So I'm, I'm curious how this is going to happen. What's going to happen moving forward. Brian Osimo is obviously going to take that role. Is Jordan Hicks next? Like, yeah. are they going to have to find two? Like you've been a proponent for, look, it's not a sexy pick, but drafting an inside linebacker has yeah. a high hit yeah. rate. And it's something that could help this defense today and tomorrow. Like it, it's interesting what the linebacking position is going to look like. Um, Moving forward, the defense as a whole, we'll talk about a couple of the other guys that, that probably need to get restructured slash cut here in the next couple of weeks. It's a little, I mean, it's a little like the bar thing a year before, right? Where you're like, you kind of don't notice what he does until you're like, ah, people were like a line better. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, he's just kind of yeah. quick to to pick up. Is it a, is a runner pass or whatever? And like, um, there'll be effect a little bit like that with Hicks. I mean, I think, I don't think he ever really like endeared. I guess maybe there are some big Hicks supporters or whatever, but like he, he, he was not, he had to enter kind of bar shoes and that's really hard to do in this defense. Mm-hmm. And um, they're going to have to find someone who can replace that. Cause Asamoah has like this raw athleticism. Mm-hmm. 
he's learning the NFL game, I assume. Here's the other thing is you're going from Donatello Flores. Flores should help him out in the long run, but like it is a change in defense and stuff. So um I said this before, Asamoah probably like makes all these guys look slower than they are, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. he's so so absurdly fast. But um that still doesn't mean that, you know, there is kind of that quarterback of the defense, right? And like Harrison Smith or anyone anyone who's a safety kind of is like that because they have to be aware of everything that's happening in the secondary but i really feel like the the middle linebacker is that guy right he's getting communication from the sideline and literally stands in the middle of the field so um i feel a little bit kind of like with the bar pick where again people wanted like johnny mincell right and in hindsight's yeah. 20 but you're like holy you know what if they had done that um uh and bar ends up being this this really good pick and i think this is kind of how we have to think of this year is as much as they do need some flash positions another receiver uh, a project quarterback uh whatever like there are some fundamentals they have to take care of and given how few picks they have and how late they're picking like middle linebacker isn't the most exciting thing in the world i think you have to choose a really intelligent player uh, and kind of pair him with osamo and hope to create the next Barn Kendricks, which is a really high standard uh, to meet. Yeah. Someone tweeted out, I think it was, it might have been Luke Braun, um, tweeted out yesterday the picture of, of Barr and Kendricks um, in training camp. And I think Carlos yeah. Gonzalez from the Star Tribune t- took the picture. Um, he's an incredible photographer, and the picture yes. was amazing. It was um, blue skies above him. You could tell Carlos was on the ground, and it was just Anthony Barr and Eric Kendricks looking down at the camera with the sky yeah. above them <clears throat> just two best friends from from ucla like yeah. who came to the vikings and were really really freaking good for a long time so the releasing of eric Kendricks is kind of the closing of that chapter um but i think it was a necessary step in kind of taking the next step forward um as a franchise like this defense was old this defense was expensive you gotta get younger you gotta get faster you got to get better. The, the, the defense wasn't what it once was. Um, and that's because these players weren't what they once were. Um, it, it sounds crass, but that's the business. That's the NFL. 